Hello and welcome to the Carers Link podcast. This is a show for carers in Eastern Bartonshire, providing you with up-to-date information and news. In this episode, we'll be presenting our quarterly What's On News, covering the period of December to February 2020. I'm John and I'll be your host today. And joining me is Katie, who is our information guru. How are you doing today, Katie? I'm good, thanks, John. And I'm really excited to be recording this podcast. Me too. First off, let's thank people for joining us for the first episode. We are really delighted to be able to bring this to you. On that note, Katie, we have some great funding news. We do indeed, John, yes. In the last edition of our What's On newsletter, we told people that the big lottery funding, which has been keeping our groups and emergency uh, planning work going for the last five years, was coming to an end at the end of October. At that point, we didn't know what was going to happen in the future and we said we would provide an update in this edition. And this is the update and it's good news. We are really pleased to announce that we've secured one year's funding from the Health and Social Care Alliance Scotland, which will enable us to run the four carer cafes. So that's the ones in Lennox Town, in Kirkintillock, in Mogai and Bishop Briggs. And also to run our, continue to run our dementia care groups, um, which are running in Mogai and in Bishop Briggs. And we're also delighted that because we've got the funding, we've been able to keep along on Rose as our member of our staff. Many people will know Rose, and I'm sure they'll be delighted to hear that she's now taken on a new role as community development worker, and she will have responsibility for running the groups. But the good news doesn't stop there. Um, whilst not funded by the Alliance money, um, our Carers Choir will continue to run as normal in 2020. And we're looking here forward to hearing lots of tunes from them in the future. With regards to chair yoga, we're not quite so sure what's happening. Um, we're in talks with Yogability and we'll provide an update on that in the next edition. But in the meantime, our chair yoga sessions will not run during the months of December, January and February. More good news on the funding side is that we have also received a very generous donation from an anonymous donor, which is going to help us to bring carers and get them involved in the digital world, which hopefully will make a big difference to them, but more on that later. For the moment, the Crafty Carers Group, the Men's Group and the Camera Group have stopped running, um, but we do hope that the friendships that were made at those groups will keep going and the carers can continue to support each other in their activities and their hobbies. And if you're not quite sure what happens in our carer groups, I can tell you a bit, a bit about the dementia carer groups. Um, as one of our carers said, a support group can be a great help. There is nothing like meeting people who know exactly what you are going through. So our dementia carer groups are there for carers who are looking after someone with dementia. Um, and at the groups, you'll meet lots of other people who are living with a similar situation. Many of them will have the same mix of feelings, emotions and experiences that you have and they'll understand what you're going through. In our experiences, carers are always happy to share their support, to share their coping strategies, their hints, and tips on living with the situation, and they can all learn from each other. And there's always a member of staff on hand to offer support and practical advice too. And if you're looking for more specific information, we can invite people to specialists in the dementia field to come along and to talk to the group and address those specific issues. Thanks for that, Katie. And uh, moving on, uh, we've just had our annual general meeting, uh, which was held in the War Memorial Hall in uh, Bishop Briggs. And Katie, it's fair to say that we had quite a good turnout. We did indeed. There were lots of people there, lots of conversation, lots of buzz. I think we all had a good time. And what was the theme this year? 
This year, the theme was burning issues. So we were looking at the things that are really important to carers and to Carers Link. And that was then covered by our colour scheme, which was orange. So a very bright room it was at the, on Friday. Yes, and it was also our 15th. It was our 15th, yes. So we've done five, we've done ten, and that was 15. So. Absolutely brilliant. And um, on the theme of the firewalk, now Una, Una talked about that, didn't she? That Una uh, McFarlane from Celtic Fire. And now she's going to be doing something with us in the coming months. She is. What we're planning is a firewalk where some brave people will uh, walk across burning hot coals. So this ties in with the burning issues theme. Um, but basically, we're hoping at early February to get a spot, a spot up at Mugduck where people can, volunteers who are going to raise money for Kerastink, so it's one of our fundraising events, they are going to be sponsored to walk across these burning hot coals. Uh, but they will get training before they go, and I won't be one of them. Okay, and who's the, who should they contact so Christine, who's our fundraising manager, uh, that's who they should contact in the office if you're interested, if you want to find out more. And we will be promoting it. So if you want to sponsor someone, then you'll, you'll see, have lots of opportunities to do that as well. And we're coming to the C word, otherwise known as Christmas. Um, and we have our usual Christmas get together. Um, so what we're doing this year, the, the, the get-together is in Mulgai Youth Cafe, and it's on the 10th of December, and we're having a party. Um, if people want to come along, all carers are very welcome to come along. Um, we need you to let us know that you're coming so we can make sure that there's enough cake and, and sandwiches for you. So if you contact the office and if you speak to Heather in the office, that's the best person. Um, and also, if you have difficulty getting to Mulgai, if you need transport there, then speak to Heather as well, and she may be able to help you out with that. And now for something completely different. John, I mentioned earlier that we had this donation from the anonymous donor, which is going to support us with our digital work with carers. And I know that's something very dear to your heart. So could you tell us a bit more about it? Absolutely, Katie. Well, we, as you know, we live in a world that's uh, very much uh, driven by new technology and people having to uh, apply for things online. Um, you know, everyone has smartphones and tablets and things and that can be very uh, fantastic it can be opening up a whole lot of opportunities but for some people in certain generations may not be so computer literate or may not may feel somewhat um, intimidated by that technology so the aim of this um, project is to, to switch people on to, to being open to doing things online, maybe hobbies that they've got, to give them a kind of a motivation and support them. And specifically what we're going to do is to actually bring back something that we did before uh, when we had previous funding where we did one-to-one -one computer training, but this is widening it out further. So we'll be providing um, uh, people with uh, volunteers who will come out and basically have a chat about what sort of things they would like to do, what they've maybe think that they've been maybe feel left behind by and um and it'll maybe produce a, a tailor-made package for them over three or four sessions and they can find out more about um uh, technology about how to use a smartphone uh, tablets um how to do shopping online um how to basically keep their identity safe as well so maybe people are concerned and they've heard the news about scams and things like that so it's also providing some information around that and we'll be hosting a group we're calling it at the moment the switched on group um, and we'll be um, meeting for the first time in December 
um, and it will be a meeting. We've got a meeting in the morning in uh, in Mogai, and then the afternoon in Bishop Briggs, and uh, the dates and the what's on, um, and uh, and that will be an opportunity to kind of listen to carers, listen to their concerns, listen to things that they're interested in, um, and also um, see if we can um, get an idea of of sort of an initial uh, batch of that we could work with and but also I think it's useful to have a to have a group that almost acts like a reference group so that we can kind of try out some ideas and seeing whether they work or not um I'm really I'm really quite excited as well because one of the things that you and I know we've been offering uh, sort of the aspect of widening access to courses so so people who perhaps are really busy or, or at work uh, who can't attend during the day um, we've been, you know, piloting um, some online using webinars and stuff like that. And wh and whilst it's been quite good to do that, we're wanting to get people more interactive and so really taking parts so is not just listening. But with that, there's been a sort of a struggle with the technology. I think you would agree with me. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with you. Yes, <laughs> every every time we seem to learn something new, and then something else goes wrong as a follow on to it. So, yeah, and the other, also that the people. Who are joining? Have, have, we're still learning. They're using different devices, and they have different issues as well. So, so we basically we're hoping with this with this project and having um, volunteers involved in this, that when we are planning um, uh, online um, uh, events like this, uh, or training sessions or, or courses, that if they are struggling, that we can perhaps organise someone to go out before that happens and and we'll run a test with them so they can then set up the system and and then they they, they can then on the day they can take part and it means that um and we can we can really get a really tr i'm really trying to um build a, a sort of virtual um a version of what we do already in groups so create a community but a virtual community for those people that are really stuck at home um, by virtue of their care and role or the fact that they're or, or they're at work so that's that's that, um, and uh, so as I say, we've got the group in in December, and with that, uh, obviously the we need volunteers. So we've got a new volunteering opportunity. So we'll be looking for some volunteers who'd be interested. It doesn't matter your age, it doesn't matter um, your qualifications or, or your experiences. We're just looking for people who are interested in technology, interested in carers, uh, who are passionate. Uh, who've got a good way of communicating, uh, but also people, pe people, persons. Can I say people, persons? Is that right? You can say people, persons. Okay, yes. so people, persons, and 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 who work well with people, um, and um, and 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 who really can be. It's almost like befriending in a sense, um, but but around about their their, their technological um, aspects and and such. If you're interested as a, uh, in the volunteering or if you're interested in supporting what we're doing just now in podcasting and, and information stuff, um, then please let myself know um, um, and you can contact me at john at carelink.org.uk and, and I'd be happy to, to follow that up with you. And moving, Katie, some news about the uh, legal clinics. Yep, so the, our legal clinics uh, take place once a month, normally on the first Tuesday of the month. And they're an opportunity for carers to meet with a solicitor. So we're very ha happy to receive support from Blackadder solicitors. Other solicitors are available um, who will come along and they will talk to you for half an hour. And you can get an idea of whether a solicitor is going to be able to help you with the problem you've got. Some of the problems that come up crop commonly are things like power of attorney and guardianship um, and 
moving into care homes and things like that. So if you want to find out more, uh, just to get a starting point, then you, you get in touch with the office and the appointments run for half an hour. It's free. Um, and But it is, remember, it is only for information and advice. It's not legal, uh, le- proper legal advice. Okay, Katie, and moving on, we're going to talk about young carers and young adult carers. Tell me a wee bit more. Well, John, I had a chance to have a quick catch up with Lauren, who's one of our young carer workers earlier today. Um, and I was asking her what the younger carers have been up to over the summer um, and what they're looking forward to going towards the Christmas time and, and into winter. Um, and we'll hear about the work that she and Amrit and Jan have been doing with our young carers and with our young adult carers. So, Lauren, your work with the young carers, can you tell us what they've been up to over the past months? Yeah, so... Young carers have had a really busy summer. We were able to secure some funding from Callahausen um, that we were able to put towards sort of day out activities. Um, so we did things like trampolining, uh, um, laser quest, a sort of pizza making course. And then we had a set day where they would come in and it was like a drop in session. So the kids would come along, we would bring a facilitator along and they would do arts and crafts and all that sort of stuff. So it was really good you know, for the summer because we were able to get that funding. And we also got um, a free residential trip through Camp and Trek, which is um, was based in Loch Tay. And um, we went out with um, a couple of senior young carers for an activity week. It was Monday to Friday, doing lots of fun and exciting, stressful activities. Um, you know, things from like gorge walking to rock climbing and Things that we've never really done before, eh, and myself personally, so and a lot of them got to experience stuff that they wouldn't really access, you know, otherwise. So we were lucky during the summer, actually. Um, and then the residentials continued. We managed to join Hopscotch, which are a charity out. Um, they were out kind of open way, and they provide children um, with sort of respite breaks. So we stayed in a lovely big house um, that was out, you know, kind of farmland lots of woodland area um we took along eight kids who were juniors so they were you know the oldest was probably about 12 from so from eight till 12 years old um they were doing things like um you know rock climbing as well some of them were doing like ice picking um we also got to see bits of open few kids hadn't even you know this was their first time leaving kirk and Tilla, far less you know going to somewhere else in scotland so it was that was amazing um, for them and us because it was nice it felt more you know it was quite a nurturing environment that we were in so they really really enjoyed it um, and then we had the Young Carers Festival which the Scottish Government put on in Carers Trust um, and we did camping for two nights um, which was fun and also very stressful because you're out your home comforts um, but it's worthwhile because it's a, just another way for the kids to forget about, you know, caring responsibilities at home. They can be with other young people who are understanding and going through the same situation. They can relax, you know, join in the fun, whatever they do. They're not judged or, you know, they've not got things on their mind. Um, so that's great. We get to actually access that every year. So that's a constant um, as long as there's funding available, obviously, which there usually is. And then what else did we get up to? We have... Right now we're in a block of trampolining, so Children's Aid gave us some money to take the young carers to do, you know, like a trampolining trip, which they love. That's their most favourite activity, so uh, they're really happy about that one. Um, 
And it's quite funny because, you know, as adults, Amrit and I must join in. So I think it's funny for them to see us uh, sort of relax and be fun and jump about with them and things like that. So, yeah, I think, um, you know, we've done so much this year. We've been so lucky with the funding, but and it's brought so many experiences, not just for the staff, but for the kids as well and getting to know them on a different level you know, seeing them at their natural state in situations, you know, when they're tired and upset and going through stuff and when they're hyper and, you know, carrying on. It's been nice and it's it is all down to funding. So if we could get that every year then it would we would be really, you know, everything we do would be so meaningful, you know, with them. So it was really good. You make it sound like the work of a young carer, support worker is all fun, but I know there is some hard work goes on in there as well. I know. All that stuff needs planning, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, so that's what you've been up to. What about going forward? What are you planning for the next few weeks and, and thinking about Christmas as well? Yeah, so Christmas is just around the corner. Um, and, you know, we want to put on what we did last year. So a Christmas party for the young carers, for the juniors, which um, was well attended last year. And we're going to be doing the same out in... Um, the War Memorial in Bishop Briggs. So that's happening on the 10th of December. And more details about that, about that will um, come out. And we've also got a senior Christmas party, which will be happening on the 3rd of December. But that's more of a, a relaxed approach. We're actually just going to do like pizzas and a Christmas movie with the, the seniors. And then we also have pantomime. Um, so I need to confirm, I think it's Pinocchio that we're going to see. But I believe we're back at Mugduk which was such a nice setting last time. It was lovely. It was dead cosy. So, yeah, I think that's what we're going to do. Yep. That's really good. Now, what about, that's what the young carers are up to. So we also support the young adult carers. So those are the, the people over 16. That's Many right. of whom you will have seen go through the through and supported them as young carers. So yeah. what are they up to over the next few weeks? So we've just had like a kind of big transition drive. So a lot of our senior young carers have now moved up to the um, young adult carers. Um, and Jan's going to be more active, you know, with them. So because they quite enjoy groups. So I presume in the new year, there's going to be more details about group events coming up. Um, they've also just got back from residential in Aviemore, which was fab. Um, did lots of skiing, um, snowboarding, uh, you know, we were up the Cairngorms and things like that. And that's the first sort of senior, you know, young adult trip that's kind of taken place. It's been so well attended um, and it's included existing young adult carers and seniors who have just transitioned. So it was a really nice, you know, way for them to bond. Um, and I think young adult carers is just getting bigger now. So I, I think, you know, 2020 will be really good for them. I think there'll be definitely a lot more going on um, for the young adult carers. That's good. And um, people will be able to find out more if they look on our Facebook pages or on our website then. Yeah. And, and Jan's very good at contacting people. Yeah, she's um, amazing. Yeah, yeah, she's really good. So, yeah, Jan, obviously, she's in three days a week um, and she could be contacted, whether it be, you know, a young adults guidance teacher or a parent or a family member. They can contact Jan, even if it's about the young um, young carer grant as well. That's something that they can access um, and she can provide information about. That's great. Thanks very much, Lauren, for your input. Much appreciated. Thanks for I'm having sure people me. people will be interested to hear about it. Brilliant. Well, John, in the new year, we've got a number of information sessions planned, and I know you are the head honcho when it comes to information sessions. So can you tell us a bit about them? And in particular, we'll start with the first one, which is in January, which is how to be awesome. Yes, Katie. Well, the idea is a new year and new you. And this session, we'll be looking at building confidence. Uh, and it's not always about knowing the right answer. It's about 
having that sense of that gut feeling, I'm doing the right thing. And some people have it uh, in terms of when they're doing hobbies and, and other things, maybe cooking, other things around the house. They're very confident, they know because they do it from the back of the hands without thinking. But when it comes to doing something new, they, they feel overwhelmed. And so it's really the session really looks at that and, and uh, looks at what is confidence. We also look at assertiveness as well. So putting forward what their needs are without being feeling ashamed about it, without feeling that they're a failure for, for talking about that. So it's a really good session and, and I would recommend all carers come along to that one. Okay, and the the one after that is one that you and I did as a as an online session, and I certainly got a lot from it. And that's called catching your breath. Yeah. So the idea, Katie, is just becoming mindful of our breathing. And so very often, uh, when we're faced with stressful situations or difficulties, we tend to hold our breath inside, and that creates a stress in ourselves. And so the idea is taking time, pausing, and just being aware of the physical sensations. That, that we experience when we're breathing. So it's, it involves mindfulness, but there's also a deliberate deliberate focus on, on some deep breathing. And, uh, and it, this, part of it is, uh, is, is about the relaxation aspect, but the other part of it is, is also um, it's the exercise as well um, and, and what, that, what that does to the body. So I would re- highly recommend that again uh, to anyone that finds themselves, you know, breathless, um, and stressed. So the one after that's slightly different. Um, it's looking at assistive technology. So what does that mean? Well, it seems that this in this podcast, technology is a bit of a theme. Um, again, this is uh, looking at um, some devices um, that uh, a carer can can get their hands on. Um, some of it, which which are can be provided through the. Uh, um, through the local authority to to basic, basically help them um, support the person they're caring for. So most people might have heard of telecare, will have heard of the, the pendant alarms um, and 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 those devices that that means that a carer can be out and about and not have to worry about if the person's fallen over because the 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 sensor that they have would would pick that up. So it's looking at that. It's also looking at things you can buy off the shelf. So looking at things like uh, big clocks with big faces, it's really useful for people with dementia. Um, it's looking at all those different things. And technology is not all about things that are that are highly, um, you know, technical. It could be just like um, um, thinking thinking about the space in which a person lives and what things they could do to 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 help that help the person with, say, for example, dementia, um, because of the the limitations that that places on an individual. Okay, that's great. Thank you. Um, and the next one is hopefully what we're having, which is having good conversations. Yeah, and and having good conversations is very much. The, I mean, the reason why we um, we brought this in was 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 around how again it kind of links in with the how to be awesome, which is expressing your needs and expressing them in a way in which you work collaboratively with the person that you're trying to communicate with. It's also, it's it's learning, you know, that um, very often um, we're our own worst enemy, so that we tend to, rather than put a poise, point, uh, uh, putting across our points in a succinct and, and, and a focused way, that we just 
uh, we don't go in. We don't think about the conversation we're just about to have. Say, for example, with a, a medical professional, or or with somebody from social work, we don't think about beforehand. We're not really that prepared. So it's thinking about the preparation that we we should really make or do before we go into those meetings, um, and having a plan before we go in, so that we so that we, that it will help us and support us, so that we can get the most out of that meeting possible. Okay, and and finally, the the stuff that you and I have been working on over the past few months, the the widening access stuff. So this is the online information sessions. What can you tell us about that? Well, again, it's it's just widening it out. So um, a lot of the work that I've been doing um, is converting the the courses that we've been doing in groups in a group format into um, using using the webinar software that we've got um, and so that um, we really want to to make it that the that no one is disadvantaged so that those people who are at home or those people who are at work for example if they wanted to take part um, on a session they can do and and that they they feel that they actually can fully take part so they're not they're not just a passive uh, participant um, because that really doesn't really help them doesn't help us because we want to we want to reach also it's reaching a different um, demographic as well because very often the the people that can come along to us tend to tend to be older they tend to sometimes we have a lot of people who are actually their former carers and now they've got more time and they come along to things so we're actually trying to reach more people who are in the earlier stages of, of in their caring role as it were because they're the ones that probably could use some of the information um uh right now it's more timely for them so and also we've got because we have had so many courses that we've done in the over the past um that um we we actually stopped doing because we weren't getting people early enough in their career as in a caring career if you like um to 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 really benefit from so that's i suppose that's the aim of of widening that access um to to our courses yeah, and one of the other things we've done there is that the courses are a lot shorter, and that's what the work you've been doing in adapting them is is making them a lot shorter. So it's it's more the bite sized stuff. So people don't have to give up two or three hours; they can give up maximum of an hour without having to leave the comfort of their own home or their desk at work, and they can still get some information from us. Absolutely, I think the short, short and sweet is the is the way to go. I think absolutely, uh, and again. Uh, linking in with that, that so that if people want to get involved in that are, and they're thinking, well, that may be something for me, but are concerned about the technology, concerned about how, well, how do I do that? Um, just to say that we've got, as a, we talked about earlier, we've got this project now that we can send somebody out uh, and and go through it with you, and and actually even if 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 possible, actually sit with you while you're doing it, if you wanted to have that, and to, until you're at a place where you feel confident and you think, oh yeah, you know what, I can I can do this on your own. So that's what we're hoping. So that's I suppose that's really really all we're doing at the moment. Um and uh, um, but we'll also be interesting to hear from anyone if anyone's got ideas uh, about subjects and, and and maybe areas that we should be looking at in terms of. Um, um, how how we how we can access um, or how they can get better access? I'm really happy and would be really be really interesting to hear their views. At Carers Link, your voice matters, and we value your opinion. And with that in mind, we have a new survey. So, Katie, do you want to tell us a bit more about that? I will indeed, John. Yes. So the survey is Carers Link 2020 and beyond. And we are looking for a new vision and also to set the new priorities for Carers Link going forward. So our first vision statement was developed in 2003 when we just started out. 
Um, but since then, there have been massive changes. There's been the introduction of the Carers Scotland Act. And also, as Carers Link's grown, the number of services that we've provided has changed and expanded. So what we want to do now is really take a step back and think about what's really important for carers going forward and what our vision statement should be. So the staff, the volunteers and the board have already been involved and they've we, were, we had a very long uh, consultation questionnaire to narrow down the choice of vision statements and the choice of our uh, priorities going forward. So there's now only five of each. We had a few more than that to think about. Um, and now we want you to have a chance to have your input. So there is a survey which you can find at www.surveymonkey.co.uk forward slash r forward slash carers link 2020 um, and you can complete the survey there or if you want a paper copy then just get in touch with the office and we will send you a copy out the closing date for the survey is tuesday the 10th of december so please make sure to get all your responses in by then um, and the survey is anonymous you're not required to give your name if you don't want to and we won't be storing any of the data that we that we submitted but we really do want your input to help us find out what we should be doing from 2020 onwards. And there's another way that you can give your feedback. And John, if you could tell us a bit more about the, the Carers Echo groups that are going on. OK, so uh, the Carers Echo group stands for Every Carer Has an Opinion. And um, basically the next group will be taking place in Mogai uh, on, uh, on the 4th of December from half 12 to 3 o'clock. And we'll have a bite of lunch to start us off. And the idea is to have a, an informal space where carers can come together and can talk about issues that they think other carers should know about. We'll also be able to, to hear back from the care representatives that sit on the health and social care partnership groups. So they'll bring anything that they feel that's important for carers to hear about. But it's really your space. It's a space to come. You don't have to be experienced and, and know around community committee, committee groups and, and that kind of thing. It's very relaxed, it's very laid back. The idea is we want to listen to you and and, and, and as best we can um, provide you with that, that space so that those people who can talk to those who are the professionals who are developing services, shaping services, can make sure that the, the carer's opinion and the carer's voices are at the heart of those discussions. Um, and we will uh, also be looking at um, uh, topics. So basically at the beginning of each session, you get a chance to set the agenda yourselves. So it's not me setting the agenda. It's, it's basically you get a chance at the start of every meeting to say what's important to you and we vote on it. And the top three we, we discuss and if necessary that it gets passed on if it needs to be. So I would really highly recommend uh, as again, to, to, to come along to that, and uh, even if it's just for some lunch. I'm sure it'll be a very tasty lunch. Okay, Katie, well, I think that is it. Uh, I think we've covered quite a lot in this session, and um, I hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. And uh, Katie, do you maybe want to talk about um, how people can get in touch, the contacts? I certainly can, yes. So if you're interested in any of the events that we've mentioned, um, then you can look on, if you've got a hard copy of the What's On newsletter, all the information is in there. Or you can check our website at www.carerslink.org.uk forward slash what's on, and that'll get you the dates and the times. And you can also book through the website as well. 
Um, you can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash carers link. Um, and if you want to receive our newsletter in hard copy or by email, because we can email it to you, then contact us at what's on at carerslink.org.uk. We've mentioned a few staff members who are responsible for specific topics that we've talked about. Um, and if you want to get in contact with any of them, you can call the office on 0800 975-2131 or we have a generic email address which you can use which is inquiry at carerslink.org.uk so thank you for listening we'd love to hear from you um, and until next time goodbye goodbye